Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And we have a returning guest today who first appeared back in May 2021, which was episode 137. So Bert Munro, who's the CEO of Cora Gold, um, who are a UK-based A-listed gold exploration company who are developing three assets, gold assets, in Mali and Senegal. Um, Bert has a strong background in the resources sector, um, and especially in Africa, having spent 10 years uh, with Hummingbird Resources in their senior management team. Um, So has a great understanding of how to develop gold mining assets um, in those regions. Um, He's been the CEO for Coral Gold for nearly three years, um, and he's going to take us through the journey um, and give us an update on their developments um, and what the outlook for the company is moving forward. So that's welcome, Bert, to the podcast. How are you doing, Bert? Yeah, good. Thanks, Rob. Thanks a lot for the intro. You've left me nearly nothing to say now, so uh, well done. <laughs> I'm sure you've got. I'm sure you've got some more things to say. But um, yeah, for those that didn't listen to the the previous episode, which was obviously probably a year year and a half ago or so, um, just wanted to give us a quick snapshot of yourself, um, your background, um, and just give us a brief overview of Cora Gold uh, before I go into a, a number of questions that I want to ask you. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, as you mentioned, yeah, I, I worked for Hummingbird for I think uh, I think a little over ten years, I think eleven, twelve years um, before joining uh, Cora Gold as CEO in January 2020. Uh, initially, I was operationally based with Hummingbird, so I lived out in Liberia uh, on the Digby Gold project uh, for two and a half years, uh, and then obviously came back. And as you said, was in the sort of senior management team there, um, focusing around, I guess, the growth. We obviously was involved in in the acquisition of, of Yampalila and obviously the financing and development of Yampalila um, before moving to Cora, and obviously. Had a really exciting and really really good few years at Cora, where we've obviously been rapidly uh, expanding our resources, and obviously just recently finished a feasibility studies. So, yeah, that's my background. I mean, the last um, I guess nearly fifteen years now, uh, focused in West Africa, focused on 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 gold and and obviously moving projects forward on, on the ground. Yeah, um, we're recording this at the end of November, um, but last you had a busy day last Monday uh, for, for with Coral Gold uh, with the DFS. Um, and made in reserves and um, op, uh, pro, optimized project economics. Can you give us a little update on the progress um, to sort of get this point over what, what's happened over the past year? Yeah, sure. So over the last, I guess, two years, we've been, I guess, both twofold. We've been rapidly expanding our resources. Um, so we've now got uh, nearly a million ounces of, of resources, mineral um, resources in the ground. Um, Two thirds of those resources are an indicated uh, with one third in inferred. Uh, and the vast majority of those resources are in, are in oxide. Uh, so a free digging material, which is obviously, you know, has generally high recoveries and, and lower mining and processing costs. Uh, so the main focus initially was on was on expanding our resources. We had a resource update uh, last year as well as this year um, to get us to that point. Um, and additionally, we've just updated our, our exploration target as well. Uh, it's very much a brownfields exploration target within eight kilometers of existing MRE pits. Uh, and it shows a potential for up to another 1.3 million ounces of gold there as well. So you've got line of sight to, to potentially over 2 million ounces of gold, pretty much all in oxides, a little bit in transitional as well. So that, that's really exciting for us. Um, 
Additionally, last August, we started a feasibility study, uh, the results of which we announced, as you said, on Monday last week. Um, showed a really good high margin project, uh, 1.2 year payback period, over 50% IRR project. Um, life of my average production of around 60,000 ounces of gold um, a year. Uh, we At the moment, we've got a 422,000 ounce reserve at 1.3 grams a tonne. Uh, but importantly, our strip ratio is under five to one. So, uh, you know, the amount of waste you're moving for every bit of ore is, is relatively low, which is very positive and helps keep us uh, in a sub thousand dollar all in sustaining cost environment. For us, as I just as I just mentioned, obviously, with the expiration target and obviously the additional mineral resources, which aren't yet in reserves, obviously, there's a huge amount of upside for this project. It's currently slated to be 6.8 years on reserves alone. Uh, we also pit optimized um, all of the you know, we have optimized the inferred resources on the same criteria as our reserves, uh, and it gave us another two and a half years at mine life um, and an additional $76 million of free cash flow. So for us, we can see clearly line of sight to a 10 plus year project um, at San Ancaro with you know a very straightforward low technical risk project. So, yeah, very excited about about the future for it. Yeah. So I just want to even give us um, some of the t- uh, key takeaways of the optimized economics that obviously, um, if you obviously can just expand on on that. Yeah, sure. So I think um, for us, it was about delivering a project that, that we could finance and we could build. Uh, one that had low technical risk, was a straightforward project to, to build and operate, uh, and one that obviously offered shareholders very good return. So with that in mind, yeah, the CapEx is $90 million. Uh, as we touched on, we'll probably touch on it later about financing, but obviously we've got a very supportive major shareholder uh, on our register. Um, low technical risk, it's an open pit, oxide mine, so no drill or blast needed. Um, in terms of the processing, you don't need you know, three stages of crushing for the processing. So, you know, relatively straightforward process on a traditional gravity CIL operation, uh, which is seen across West Africa. Uh, and in terms of shareholder returns, you've got 52% IRR project. Uh, you've got a project that's delivering over $70 million of free capital in the first full year of production. Um, the high margin project, uh, you know, with quick payback period. So, for us, it's it's looking like a very strong project, which we're really excited to, to get into development of. Um, you mentioned, obviously, uh, the, the reserve. Uh, mine life of six six point eight years. Um, what is the, the scope for extending this and expanding your reserves? Uh, I think very good. Um, so we've drilled out our our resource pits from about seven kilometers of of sort of surface strike length, and we've got over thirty kilometers of, of mineralized strike length on our on our permit areas. So we certainly feel the significant scope to to expand our our resources and obviously then our reserves. Uh, that's also that's also proven by the fact we've got a 920,000 ounce um, MRE, and then we've got the additional up to 1.3 million ounce um, expiration target as well. So, obviously, we'll be looking over time to, to continue step out drilling, but also infill drilling to, to increase the capitalizations um, of existing resources. So, yeah, look, we've got a very strong uh, belief that we'll, we'll significantly expand our resources over time. Um, now, obviously, you have a clearer view on the route to production. Um, I suppose the next big focus is obviously on funding. Um, so I just wondered if you can obviously talk about obviously financing. Yeah, sure. So uh, obviously been in the public domain for a while now, but we we, we had a twenty five million dollar term sheet um, with Lionhead Capital. Um, Lionhead Capital is a, a Cape Town based um, finance firm, um, investment firm um, linked with the Quirk family, who are our largest shareholder. Um, as we said in the press release on the on the study, uh, you know we're, we're currently under negotiation of that term sheet and, and looking to expand it to thirty million dollars. Uh, obviously, it's a predominantly equity-based term sheet, uh, and also at the same time in that in that press release, we also mentioned that we're in discussion with with various potential lending partners on the project. So, um, obviously, there's only so much I can say right now uh, on this podcast, but obviously, looking forward to updating shareholders uh, with, with further progress as we make as we make steps towards 
delivering on San Encoro, but clearly we've got some very positive ongoing discussions around around financing at the moment. Um, realistically, how soon are you aiming to be in production? I mean, obviously at the moment you've got to you've got to close your financing, you've got to complete your permitting. Um, ultimately, the way the way the project set out, you know, there's around a 21 month development period for the project. Um, you've got around three months of, of detailed engineering work before you move into construction. Construction should be 12 to 15 months period. And then you obviously move into commissioning, which hopefully will take less than three months, but obviously currently in the studies, it takes up to three months. So, you know, depending on the time it takes to, to close the financing and to close all the permitting needed, uh, I hope that can be done over the course of the course of Q1 or before the end of Q1, um, that you'll be hopefully producing gold um, in 2024. Yeah. Um, and obviously your your focus is on gold. Um, and gold seems to be having a sort of a bit of a nice run at the moment. What are your views on, I suppose, the, the gold price moving forward? And obviously I'm not asking for any predictions, but how do you see it playing out? I mean, look, uh, obviously my focus is on delivering a project as at lower cost as possible. I mean, I have no control over the gold price, so we've got to focus on building as efficient uh, and lower cost operation as we can to maximize our, our free cash margin for, for shareholders. Um, yeah, from a gold price perspective, I think look, clearly there's a huge amount of um, data out there and, and economists who are pointed to, to, I guess, the gold price going much higher. Um, and certainly, obviously, I would I would subscribe to that view. So I think clearly... Uh, I don't think there's many people who are thinking gold price is going to be dropping much below where it is at the moment. Uh, in, the, in the near future, I think certainly most of the forecasts I read from various banks or other economists certainly looking to it be 1800 or north of 1800 through the course of next year and the year after. So uh, I'm certainly happy that that you know if we're delivering a project at a sub thousand dollar all in sustaining cost, that our project should be delivering very good free cash flow margin for shareholders. Um, assuming you know, those those gold prices stay where they are. Yeah, and you you've been obviously working as you mentioned in the introduction. You've been working in um, Africa and West Africa for the last fifteen years. How how has it changed from when you first started to to now? Um, just generally speaking, within the mining industry. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I suppose because I sort of moved to countries, it's hard to compare. I mean, when I was initially in Liberia back in two thousand and nine, it was relatively soon after um, the sort of civil war had ended there. Uh, at the time, they didn't have I, they didn't have a commercial gold mining industry per se. I mean, they've obviously now got commercial gold mines there, so it was a more. I guess it was um, yeah, it's very different to Mali, which is you know Mali where we've been operating for with Cora. It's had thirty years of commercial gold gold mines there. It's had obviously you know Rangold, whoever will will, will have known of, um, which obviously now Barrack. Uh, you've also got the likes of B2 Gold there, Anglo and others. So you've had for a number of decades now um, major gold mining um, companies operating in Mali with, with significant gold mines. So you've just got a great wealth and depth of, of people really to, to lean on and hire. So you know, I look back to the COVID times um, with Cora and you know, we had a fully Malian team in country. So we were not impacted um, by COVID operationally because our operation, our exploration programs are being carried out by by national teams who have got a great level of experience and have worked on many internationally known projects um, in the region. So for us, that that's been a fantastic change. I think so. For me, I guess the change is more. My early part of my career was was in Liberia, which was a more um, which was I guess a, at the earlier stage of, of developing a mining sector compared to Mali, where we're obviously working out got a much more established mining sector infrastructure and, and people. So so yeah. That, that's I guess I guess that's where I've seen the change. I suppose is more moving country per se than just general shift over over those years. Yeah, and, and and how do you see the African mining market developing over over the sort of coming years? 
Um, obviously, it's a, a rich jurisdiction, uh, or Africa is as a continent. How, how do you see it playing out, especially in the jurisdictions that you're working in? How do you see the mining uh, industry moving forward? No, well, I think you just said it. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, Africa is just is is in my mind the place to be in terms of making significant uh, mineral discoveries. I think, and particularly for gold in West Africa, there's obviously been a massive growth um, of gold in West Africa over the last thirty years, and you're still seeing significant discoveries being made there. I mean, Endeavour Mining made a made a three million ounce discovery only last week in in you know not that far from where our project is so if you want to go out and make greenfields virgin discoveries for me for gold particularly west africa is the place to be and still is um you know we've obviously picked up our project and we've you know been added been adding answers there steadily over the last couple of years and we've got a number of other projects um in mali where we've got drilled discoveries which you know with 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 more cash we'd be exploring further and quicker and, and obviously expanding on those as well so for me it's a place to be from an exploration perspective um i think from an operating perspective as well you know you've now got you know a very educated uh in the mining sector i mean think of the uk i mean there's you know very little experience of, of mining in the uk uh whereas you, know, you go to mali and everyone's wanting to study mining everyone wants to work in the mining sector um so actually you've got a great a much better depth of of, of people to hire and ultimately all these businesses are, are people businesses uh you know and, and i think having that quality of, of personnel to draw on is, is is really really helpful yeah and and lastly um what's the outlook for for cora gold cora gold over the next sort of six to 12 months and and also if there's anything else that you want to add well, I hope very good. I mean, obviously, it's a, a really, really exciting time for us. We've just done a study. We've been working on it for, for over a year. The results look fantastic. Um, and I think now we're in a very exciting time where we're obviously going through um, sort of financing and permitting and obviously looking to execute on the project next year. So, you know, for me, thinking that we'll be starting building a gold mine in the first half of next year is, is just a really exciting thing to be doing. Um, I think also from a, a shareholder perspective, I think, you know, finance projects as they move into that development, generally speaking, re-rate two to three times. Um, through that period of construction. So I think from a, I guess, an investor perspective, looking at it, you know, when, you know, when you're there with a project which has got a complete feasibility study, which is, which has got its financing in place, you know, you're looking at um, normally pretty, pretty good share price appreciation over that period of time as well. Yeah. But really appreciate your time and give us an update on Cora Gold and obviously uh, um, tell us a little bit about Africa and then um, what your what your thoughts and experiences are. If our audience wants to uh, reach out to you, um, how can they go about doing that? What social media platforms are you on? Yeah, sure. Well, obviously, contact uh, numbers and emails are on our website on the contact page. Um, equally, we're on Twitter and LinkedIn. So, um, yeah, reach out and obviously I'll get back to you or someone else will get back to the team depending on what the request is about. But yeah, I'd, I'd say go to our website, coragold.com. Um, yeah, it's contact page there with, with email and phone number. Um, equally, you know, we're on Twitter uh, and also LinkedIn. So, yeah, get in touch if you want to. Always happy to chat and speak to people. Yeah, certainly. And um, we'll include those in the uh, show notes accompanying this podcast as well. So um, that for, for easy access, they can uh, contact you if they've got any questions or queries. So um, really appreciate your time. Thank you no for worries. listening. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, Africa is obviously a, a strong jurisdiction moving forward in terms of obviously exploration and obviously uh, gold mining. Um, as Bert has pointed out. So I um, appreciate if you can share this episode amongst others around the world, um, around the, the mining community, um, in all, all jurisdictions, countries around the world. Um, really appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.